Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 200 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. I am so excited that we have made it to episode 200. What a journey this has been. Now, listen, if you're not into meditating, this episode is for you. Mimi Bouchard, founder of Superhuman, is here to share how her relationship with alcohol has allowed her to become superhuman. From crushing business and personal goals, Mimi shares her tips on how you can become superhuman as well. This is such a great episode. Let's get into it. Mimi, hi, how are you? Jessica, I'm doing so great. Well, I'm actually a little bit under the weather right now. You might be able to hear it from my voice, but oh. my fiance had COVID the other day, and I think I might have a little bit of the remnants from it. No. But it's okay. We're here. We're going to show up. Life yeah. is good. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for showing up. That's <laughs> feel very privileged. <laughs> no, I'm not feeling that that gross. I'm just starting to kind of get the brain fog, but yeah, it's all good. Have you, have you had COVID yet? I've literally had it like eight times. No, (laughs) that's hilarious. And like, I, well, I guess I travel a lot, but I've never been that negatively affected by it. I actually had a way worse reaction to the vaccine that I had years ago. Um, and like the COVID itself doesn't really affect me that much now. That's so funny. It's, it's like either people have had it like once or like, haven't had it yet or have had it like a handful of times, times. but I also yeah. test myself a lot. So okay. I might, well, we have at home testing kits. So if I'm yeah. feeling under the weather, just out of curiosity, I'm like, okay, wait, do I have it? Should I not leave the house for a few days? But, um, it's like, yeah. you know, four yeah. o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, yeah, let's do a test. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's really well, live on the edge here. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so funny. So Mimi, I want to get into all of your work and like meditation, your app, superhuman. 
Um, definitely want to touch into that, but I want to start off and talk more about you and your relationship with alcohol. I think I found you on Instagram and I found it really interesting. Like I said before, it's tough to find women who are thought leaders, who are like business focused, who, you know, are, are out there who are actually talking about their relationship with alcohol. And I'm not just talking about strictly sobriety. I'm talking about just having a conversation about like drinking, not drinking. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And so I actually came across your Instagram and I found it really interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, here's this like badass chick doing all the things and like taking time to talk consciously about her relationship with alcohol. So if you wouldn't mind giving us a little insight to like, what does that look like for you? Mm. What is your relationship with alcohol? Yeah. You know, I barely drink anymore, uh, mm-hmm. especially comparing it to my youth. I, I very, very rarely drink and I'm very shameless about it. You know, yeah. I have the confidence now where if I'm in a social setting, like we had an engagement party last week and everyone was having wine and celebrating and People don't even ask me anymore because I feel like I also surround myself with the people that wouldn't judge me for for not drinking as well, which is another factor we can get into. But yeah, I just don't have, I think for a long time when I started to realize that drinking had a massive negative effect on my life, I would still drink because I felt that pressure. So there were a couple of years that I just didn't want to, but I would because I wasn't confident enough to be in my own skin and say, no, not for me tonight. I'm good. And I didn't even have to, I used to make excuses. It was a very gradual, uh, you know, experience. It was at first, I'll bring you back to when I was 13 years old, 12 years old, drinking for the first time. I grew up in a big city. I grew up in Toronto and I had a big sister who was very influential and she was a bad, a bad girl in her teen years, you know, (laughs) very bad kids. Um, we would, you know, sneak out, get drunk, get high. We were just crazy city kids. Right. And I discovered alcohol, um, you know, when I was first starting to feel those, Mm -hmm. those low self-worth emotions of being a preteen girl and looking around and judging myself based off of what I'm seeing in the magazines and social mm. media. Oh, I guess there wasn't a lot of social media back then, but in the media. Right. And yeah, I yeah. was very insecure. And that combination with alcohol was a combination for disaster, right? So mm. I started drinking, binge drinking at that age, and I did everything very young. So 12 years old, I remember blacking out for the first time um, oh. at my friend's house. And, you know, just alcohol was such a big part of my life until I was around 21 years old. And I'm 26 right now. I'm on my 27th year. And it's really been the past five years and most, uh, mostly actually the past three to four years where I've really, like, I don't, I can't even think about the last time I got drunk. Like, I don't remember it. I don't remember the last time I felt drunk. Um, You know, I don't say I'm 100% sober because I truly practice very intuitive living and I haven't had an addictive um, personality in my life. Um, So 
for me, I don't like to label things for me. Maybe in the future, I will go years without drinking, but you know, and that'll be its own thing. It's really about my intuition. And I rarely drink because I'm so in tune with my intuition. Now it's very much so once every three months, maybe I'll have, you know, half a glass of wine or one drink throughout the span of like six hours. If I'm feeling it, usually if that, if I am drinking, I don't finish it. Like I, I start feeling it and I don't like it really. It's really more for the Mm. taste or if I'm just intuitively like, okay, you know, I'm happy to change and alter my state, this very small amount right now in a very intuitive way, but it's really rarely ever more than, you know, one drink. And, um, again, I'm, I'm quite sober curious in a way too. Like I, I, but I don't wake up in the morning after that half a glass of wine and think, oh my God, like, I feel like crap. I, you know, so. Right. You don't have that shame, regret spiral. Yeah. Because I experienced that so much in my life. So bringing it back to, you know, my early years. Yeah. I drank so much. I, it was the trigger for all the other negative things that I did in my life. So it Mm. really, what I'm such an advocate for, for sobriety, for not drinking, for rarely drinking. I do believe it's so unhealthy for you too. And I love feeling vital and I love feeling energized and I love feeling healthy and vibrant. And I like to feel clear minded. I being hungover and, and even drinking, like doesn't even feel good. Like I don't like being drunk. I don't like feeling, you know, heavily under the influence. So, right. Um, you know, for, for 10 years, almost, I had a very weird relationship with alcohol where I would use it to either get confidence or to look cool. When I was a teenager, mm. it was all about seeming cool and who's like doing, you know, crazier stuff, right. You know, when you're a right? teenage girl and it's like, oh, I'm going to take more shots than you. And it's like, it's so weird. How is that cool? Like it's so gross. And then you I act know. sloppy. And then and then you're this like it's young not girl. cute. It's not. It's no. really, really not, actually. It's it's a terrible look. And you yeah. wake up in the morning and you're like, I just slept with this random person and I'm 15 years oh. old. Like I I went through that and yeah. it was a really, you know, a big wake up call for me when I was like, whoa, I I don't even know who that was. And I then started doing drugs because of alcohol. So I remember, you know, I would do MDMA at high school dances. I would do cocaine at prom and it started when I was really young. No, like I was, yeah, I don't talk about it that often, but I was like depressed, ridden Mm -hmm. with anxiety, taking Adderall during the day to do my (sighs) like high school work to go to to class. I was binge drinking like three, four times a week and throwing up every night. Like it was one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, you just throw up at the end of the night. Um, And that also triggered disordered eating for me too. Like I'm telling you, alcohol was the catalyst for everything, right? It's like the gateway drug. Like people people think that like other thing, like maybe like marijuana or like other drugs are like gateway drugs. I totally disagree. Alcohol is readily available. It's pushed on you. It's It's like normalized. It's normalized, but almost to the point that like, it's beyond normalized. It's like, if you don't do it, like you are lame. You're weird. Yeah, Yeah. You're weird. And this is why there's so much like, there's so much fear around, okay, if I take out alcohol from my life, I'm going to be boring. I'm going to be lame. I'm going to not have any friends. No one's going to want anything to do with me. Well, Mm -hmm. Because we've been fed this lie, this story for so long. 
it's engrossed in our society. Yeah. They're like, especially being single. Like I put my mm-hmm. heart is out there for everyone that's single. That's like, this guy's asking me to go for a drink. Like how, like, sure. you, know, I don't, you know, like I have, I was just talking to a friend about it the other day too. And he, it's actually a guy and he's sober and he's like, it's so hard to date. Cause all these girls just want to go for drinks. And I'm like, I guess that mm-hmm. it actually filters out the people that aren't a good fit if they're going to judge you about it. But um, yeah, it's, it's weaved into our society and it's crazy. And it really is the gateway drug. I couldn't agree more. So it well, triggered is- eating. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so it's also tied to like something that is so much bigger and like that we don't even really realize it's tied to like relationships and connections, which are kind of the basis of living. Like that's why mm-hmm. we're here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if that's a threat, if like by removing alcohol, that, that your relationships are going to be in jeopardy or your future relationships or building relationships, mm-hmm are going to be that much harder. That's such a threat. It's It's such a threat. threat. Yeah. But just talking about how it was the catalyst for all these negative things in my life, it triggered an eating disorder too. So what would happen is I get hung over and I'm not a good hungover person. Like even when I was a teenager and young, you know, like I would wake up and I would just binge. And because it was the only thing that would temporarily make me feel better. And that actually created an eating disorder because I would binge and purge. I like literally was bulimic when I was a teenager because of alcohol. And, and then it was like obsessive diet culture. Oh my God, I'm puffy and I'm gaining a little bit of weight because I'm drinking so much. So then it's like this negative spiral and it just, it really is the, the thing that is the catalyst. And I was also smoking cigarettes. I would smoke like half a pack a night. I wasn't even a sober smoker. I was smoking so many cigarettes and it actually took me years to like be able to have a drink and not crave a cigarette. Like it probably just two years ago, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Like when I was drinking maybe five years ago or, or so. And, um, and then even, you know, three years ago, if I would have a couple of drinks, I would get the craving. Like I would feel like an addict mm. for cigarettes when I don't even smoke sober and it, the, the alcohol triggered it. Right. Um, now I obviously haven't had that craving ever and I haven't smoked since then, but it's so interesting. It's, so, it's really, it was just el- everything that has to do with the, the partying culture, excessive mm-hmm. alcohol, you know, trying to be quote cool. Like all of that was just so far away from my true self mm-hmm. and doing this personal development work was interesting because I started it seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. It was, it overlapped with my partying phase. So there was okay. this inner battle for those years in between. And it was like constantly going back and forth. Am I being the good Mimi that I love to be, that I feel amazing being the true self? Or am I being yeah. the Mimi that is not respecting herself, that is um, not intuitive? I'm a feeler. I'm very intuitive. Yeah. It, I would never feel in my heart, hmm, I really want to go out and get blackout tonight. It's it's definitely <laughs> something that I wanted. Like I know that doesn't exist. If I listened to my intuition, I wouldn't have been doing these things. Right. So there's so much. I'm so happy that I am still very young and I learned it early on because since I quit heavily drinking and partying and doing drugs and smoking and being with the wrong crowd and actually committed to doing the work on myself, my life has drastically changed over the past five years. I 
was broke. I was unhappy. I was unhealthy. My body, I had eating issues. And then I was also, you know, not healthy in my body. I was 15 pounds heavier. And for me, that was not something that was good for me um, health wise. Right. And I didn't feel good. I didn't feel clear minded. Now I'm like effortlessly in the health and body that I desire. I'm in a beautiful relationship. I could never keep a guy back then too, you know? Ben, my fiance. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Ben, my fiance. Because I was the party. No guy wants to be in a relationship with like the crazy party girl. Honestly, they don't. No, no. They, that's they like a one night. For, that's a yeah, one that's night a situation. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's anyway, not a wifey. That's not a wife. It's not a wifey. No. No. And I actually met Ben, my fiance, five years ago. And we were both starting to trickle out of that party era for both of us. And it was a blessing, you know, for me to be able to have him and not go out with him because we were both like, yeah, let's just not do that anymore. We're wasting a lot of money. We're feeling like crap. So we were kind of doing it together, which I love what you guys do. You have a community for people that want to stop drinking because I really think the community aspect is so important. Doing it alone is really hard. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't have a friend or just like anyone that you can lean on or like for support or just talk things out with. Oof. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com A-S-G-G. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. 
My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Yeah. It feels like the weight of your of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, exactly. So that was a big part. And I was also getting more and more into my personal development at that time. Yeah. And nothing aligned with what with the partying and stuff. Nothing aligned with it. And another interesting thing, my eating disorder issues started very slowly fading away when I stopped partying. All these interesting. issues started fading away. It hmm. was really, it was really interesting. Um, it took, you know, years to kind of fade away for me to be where I am now with my mindset and my love for my body and everything. But sure. I'm a big advocate on, you know, if you have other issues, depression, anxiety, like that, most of it went away when I stopped doing that. And I stopped hanging out with those people. Yeah. So yeah, everything has changed since then. And, you know, since I've created an incredible career for myself, I have the most beautiful, fulfilling relationships. I'm with the love of my life. I'm living a crazy life full of traveling the world, you know, earning so much more money than I could ever imagine. And I didn't come from money. And this was always a big goal for me was to create financial wealth and success. And I've done all of that and I feel healthy and I feel happy. And generally speaking, obviously right now I'm a bit under the weather, but (laughs) I'm, you know, life is good. And I live, I moved to the Bahamas. I was living in London. I, I just, I coming back to myself, huge change. Yeah. Coming. I just, things started like downloads started coming in when I stopped drinking. I'm like, I want to be in nature more. I don't want to be in this like intense city anymore. I lived in one growing up. I was born, you know, I was born in a huge city. I moved to London, big city. I just wanted more, more peace. And I just, the more intuitive I felt with all of it, the better things started to unfold. So yeah, I, I'm a massive advocate, uh, you know, for, for lessering your partying, drinking, and maybe even being sober, you know, whatever that looks like for whoever is listening. I'm it's just the right move to make. It's never the wrong move to make really. Yeah. Well, no one's going to like regret, you know, wake up the next day and be like, you know what, Mimi, I wish I drank more last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, one, no ever one ever says that. Yeah. Ever. And there's such a misconception that your life stops when you stop drinking. I'm yeah. like so fulfilled with my friendships and I still go for beautiful dinner parties and, you know, like I just, yeah. life is so much brighter. You can even go out if I felt like going to a club, which yeah. I don't usually because I'm not that into that kind of thing. Um, I also like hate music these days. Like I want it to be like <laughs> 80s, oldies, 90s music. 
but they always just, I hate new music. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> if I was to go to a club um, and I, if I wanted to, like I would feel completely confident going without drinking and maybe I'll have like an energy, a healthy energy drink before I have these like, right. um, you know, ginseng powder drinks that I have sometimes if I'm, if I'm feeling like I want a little boost, sometimes I'll have them, you know, if yeah. I'm having people over for dinner and I have it in a cute little glass, like it's like my little mocktail and um yeah. So I would be confident to go do that. It doesn't, it doesn't influence your life at all. The only thing it does is it just shows it, other people don't see a, a cup in your hand with alcohol. That's the only external thing that has to change. Right. And you can right. have mocktails. You can even, if you're going through the phase, like I went through a phase of pretending I was drinking alcohol, I would literally tell the bartender, yeah. can you make me a water, but make it look like a G and T, you know? Yeah. Um, and even my fiance does this these days because he doesn't want to drink as much, but maybe he feels the social pressure a bit more like he'll be yeah. out with friends and they're all getting shots, but he'll tell the bartender secretly, like, can you give me water instead of tequila or vodka? So the, like yeah. he's pretending he would hate me if I continue those things probably, <laughs> but you know, it's it, like, there are ways to do it without causing any sort of attention towards you. Um, right. and, and then when you become more confident, then you don't have to say, you know, you, you can just say, yeah, I'm not drinking tonight. And then if someone tries to pressure you, it, that says way more about them than it says about you. And you can just totally. be like, they're weird. like, why are you like, just look at them like they're weird. It's like, why do you care? It's just make them feel stupid for even asking because it's yeah. just so strange. Well, it is strange. And it's, it's, you know, not drinking is doing something good for yourself. Like not only your physical body, but your like spiritual mentally, like, and anyone who doesn't, I'm totally fine with people who don't understand it. I get it, right? Like pe we're not all on the same page. We're not all evolving or growing in the same direction or time or whatever. Totally understand not understanding. Being unsupportive, I have zero tolerance for. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. so easy to just be like, oh, okay, cool. That's all. That's all. But you I don't need your opinion. Yeah. I don't need your two cents. That's it. If the people that have an issue with you not drinking have yeah. some serious issues I, themselves. I, I've 100%. noticed this in people. They want you to be a version of you for their entertainment. Yeah. When that is not your responsibility to entertain someone yeah. with yeah. your own cost. Like, it's like totally. Also, it's, a, yeah. it's like people pleasing to like the 10th degree. It's yeah, like, you, it's insane. If you're the funny friend, right? And you're right. like, you're the funny friend and you've always drank and, you know, people are going to have a big issue with you stopping because you're a source of entertainment. Yep. And then I had to actually get rid of a lot of friends when I stopped drinking. Um, mm -hmm. And I was kind of leaving uh, that crowd and I moved to London. And, and even in London, I had another phase of getting rid of a group of friends that I was partying with there. But yeah. I didn't have a problem with it actually because they weren't real friends and they weren't actually ever there for me. They didn't have any substance to the, like they didn't add any substance to the relationship. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, for me, it's really gotten to a point where I don't enjoy feeling drunk. I don't, I don't feel like I'm more talkative or funny or confident. I actually feel the opposite now. And mm, maybe it's because I'm getting a bit older and yeah, it's weird. Like I, my body hasn't reacted to it 
well, you know, over the past, you know, since I've kind of stopped, right. Let doing yeah. it regularly. And maybe it's because I'm just more sensitive now and more in tune with my body now. But if, if I got drunk today, I would not be fun, carefree, confident, happy. I, I'd be like no. not talking and like feeling weird in the corner. Like I, I'm not <laughs> like, it's You'd be like the complete awkward girl that you like yeah. so desperately tried to like avoid in your exactly. younger self. That's exactly. so funny how it just snaps back. I mean, totally. we've talked a lot about confidence and you've, you've, you mentioned confidence a couple of times now. How do you feel or how have you over the years, because it's not just like, oh, ta-da, I'm confident. Mm-hmm. How have you built your confidence over the years? Yeah, it's a great question. So I forget who said this. There's a quote that says, confidence is simply keeping promises to yourself. You build confidence mm-hmm. by keeping promises to yourself. And I think that's one of the main things that helped me get there. I kept promises to myself and I started respecting myself more and loving myself. I think confidence comes from self-worth and self-love and the more work that I do on myself through personal development, through, Mm. you know, conditioning my mind with different affirmations and visualizations, which is what I teach at superhuman, um, you know, on our app you know, just conditioning the mind to be my future self, to be who I want to be, my higher self, my ultimate self. And that I think has been the biggest thing for my confidence. Confidence just comes naturally as a side effect. And we do have specific guided meditations on superhuman for confidence, you know, getting ready in the morning to feel confident today. We have getting ready meditations that are awesome to kind of kickstart your day. And those really help people. But at the end of the day, it's really just this, it comes with the combination of self-worth and self-respect, doing the work actively, keeping promises to yourself, and also Mm -hmm. realizing that inner confidence like if you're not confident from the outside and you don't like how you look or you're insecure i feel like that inner confidence makes other people not even see those other things in you you know when you walk into the room and you meet someone and at first your first impression is like oh i don't know if i'm gonna get along with this person i don't really whatever and they come up to you and their energy just shifts how you think of them completely I feel yeah. like your energy that that's what it, like your energy does create your life. So I feel like to be more confident, totally. just work in the internal energy areas and yeah. it's soon enough that something's going to change and, and condition your mind in everyday moments to feel more confident. This is the basis of what uh, the science says behind my method at superhuman. It's just like the Pavlov yeah. dog theory, you know, when Pavlov rings the bell and the dog salivates with superhuman, because we have meditations for every moment of the day to yeah. condition you through everyday moments and activities. Um, it's really just the best way to transform, I think, because it's not like you're, you know, closing your eyes for 20 minutes in the morning and then waking or, you know, waking back up as the old self and going through your day in the exact same way you did yesterday, you're actually teaching your mind, your body, it's neuroplasticity You're teaching your, your, your whole being to be this new self in everyday moments. And I think that at the core is actually one of the best ways to transform, to be more confident, to be happier, to attract more abundance and opportunity and love into Mm. your life. So that's what I would say. Oh my God. I love that. How, tell me how you got into like superhuman, how you created this. How did it come about? 
So <laughs> I was getting into personal development at a young age when I was 18, 19 years old. My mom gave me my first personal growth book and I started getting okay. really into it. What was it? What book was it? Do you remember? The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's Ooh, just like the basics. Okay. To, okay. It's it's an older book. Yeah. It's just like so cheesy personal development on the cover. It's this like old white guy, like you can change your life. But I just really resonated <laughs> with the principles, you know, like I, yeah. I really, and I was at this age where I was like at a pivotal moment, I was about to move to London and I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I needed that boost and I need, I was mm. just hungry for something like it. So um, yeah. And, and I started doing the work journaling writing what I wanted to to do with my life and and figuring out what the next steps were, creating a morning routine, stopping drinking as much as I used to, slowly embarking on the path to being the Mimi that I've always wanted to be. Yeah. And uh and yeah, so I started to read and learn about how visualization is so powerful for transformation. And okay. The only way that I could read about visualizing was to meditate. So I downloaded oh. all the meditation apps and I was trying to figure out which one fit for me because I wanted to start meditating to feel the benefits of visualization. But yeah, I just couldn't stick to any of these other apps out there. I just really like I, I only liked one meditation I could find. And I was redoing it every morning and then I was kind of like now I'm bored of this. I okay. need something else and I want to be able to visualize that I'm not doing it regularly because I'm not really enjoying it. I don't have time. I kept telling myself, oh, I'll put it off. I'll do it this afternoon. I don't have time this morning. Okay, I'll do it tonight. I don't have time right now. And mm -hmm. then it just kept being pushed back. I wouldn't be consistent with it. But I was like, this is a really big thing that I'm I'm lacking is visualization and aligning my energy with what I desire. <clears throat> so okay. what I decided to do was record these like voice memos to myself on my phone um, and I still have them from like 2017. Yes. <clears throat> and, uh, and I would record these voice memos to myself and they were just me talking myself through my future and what it feels like in the present moment. Oh, and, and I love that. Yeah. Like I just yes. started listening to them, not with my eyes closed. I was like, okay. why don't I just listen to this with my eyes open? And I would listen to these audio okay. files when I was getting ready in the morning, when I was walking to the gym, when I was working out, when I was grocery shopping, when I was, you know, making dinner. <clears throat> and, okay. and my life started changing really fast. And it was Whoa. a really crazy thing. It was really crazy. My, yeah. I kept making new ones because I'd kind of get bored of like that's why we have like over 500 of these types of audio files on superhuman because okay. i got bored of them quickly so i have like dozens of them in my phone and um right and then i started adding music to them because i started a podcast around that time and i got my nice microphone so i'd record them professionally and put music behind them because i yeah. just love the power of emotive music and just energizing feel good movie moment type of music yeah. and then and then I launched a subscription platform three years ago with healthy recipes and workouts. And to add okay. value and to differentiate myself to everyone else, I added these unique guided meditations, um, which is what I called these audio files that I was doing, essentially. Um, I added those to the bottom. And I called them meditations because I just didn't know what else to call them, but they weren't traditional at all. 
Yeah. And they ended up becoming the most popular section on this platform that I had. So wow. I invested the money I'd made from that platform and decided to create a custom app and rebrand it, call it superhuman, because that's what it feels like when you use it, you feel superhuman. Yeah. And now almost two years later, um, you know, we have tens of thousands of members. We've grown solely from word of mouth. We haven't even put money into marketing really yet. So it's wow. just been like this snowball effect of growth because everyone is like, what the heck this exists? This is amazing. Yeah. I haven't been able yeah. to stick to meditating. I don't enjoy. A lot of people don't enjoy their meditations that they're doing. If they're using certain apps that are a bit boring, that don't have music. And it's just like not human. Like our meditations are so personal and human and motivating and just real. A lot of yeah. people were lacking that in those traditional apps that didn't have that much soul to them, you know? So, um, so yeah, you know, I now have a team of amazing audio engineers that create fabulous music to go behind the meditations. We have over 15 categories. So we have like walking wow. meditations, cooking meditations, getting ready meditations, legs up wall meditations to help with lymphatic drainage. We have, yeah. you know, everything, everything getting, oh, I already said the getting ready ones, but we have cleaning, cooking, yeah. um, you know, uh, travel. Like we have every type of meditation you can think of the workout ones, running ones are really great too. The gym ones are great. Any, for every moment cool. of your life, they're designed to do in every moment, because you want to condition yeah. your mind in these everyday moments, the Pavlov dog theory, like I just yeah. talked about, that's the main science behind the product. And it really works. So well, you yeah, have thoughts constantly throughout the day. Yes, yes, you just do you have an inner dialogue, right? And so, you know, for a lot of us, that inner dialogue isn't great. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. And change doesn't come from sitting down for five minutes in the morning and clearing your mind. Real right. change comes from feeling, thinking, believing, and acting differently in everyday activities that you repeat every day. Right. And I'm sure that there are so many amazing benefits to doing the traditional meditation of clearing your mind and thinking about nothing. I don't like that kind of meditation. And I honestly think I'm going to stick to what I like to do. And I know I'm stubborn. So this is why I created Superhuman. None of it is silent yeah. sitting. None of, you know, we have seated meditations that are amazing and energizing and like really feel good. But yeah. like, you're totally visualizing the whole time. You're totally focused on your goals and who yeah. you want to be. And you're designing your future self throughout. Um, so, so yeah, that's how I created it. And it was really just the perfect product market fit. Once I launched Superhuman, I, I had that first version that was more of a health and wellness type of subscription platform. It was called Mimi Method. So cute. definitely like the V1. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, yeah, very cute. And But now it's like we've really curated everything to our customers. We're a customer-obsessed yeah. uh, company. And Everything we do is for them and people use it all day long. We're about to launch a big new app update um, early March. And we're super excited because we've been working with a new team of developers um, over the past eight months to make it happen. It's been very delayed. So we're just, it, it will tough. be tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough. really tough like to create and like, not yeah. even only to create an app, but like to create an, a good app is mm -hmm. difficult. Oh yeah. Very I know. Difficult. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's big. Yeah. So 
this is like a whole company now that I'm trying right. to run. And it's so hard because I, as an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've always tried to, you know, figure out ways to make money. I, I never liked working um, full time for, for someone else. I was always doing my own thing on the side if I had to, you know, work at a juice bar or go dog walking to make money. But um, yeah. I, I always like to do my own thing. And this is the first time I've had a team that I've had to manage and it's definitely wow. something that I'm working on being better at. Cause I'm just like, I trust people to be so self-sufficient and I'm like, wait, you're not getting anything done. I now need to tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm trying to just hire right. And, uh, but it's, it's a whole learning curve, um, running a business like this, but I'm so yeah. fulfilled every day. We have amazing messages from all of our customers and our customer love Slack channel every day. We get dozens of messages, either our social team or customer support team puts in. And it's like people are changing their lives every day. And it's so wow. freaking fulfilling. I read it every morning when I'm waking up. I'm like, when I first open up my phone, um, yeah. which is 30 minutes after waking, usually I, the first thing I do is like when I'm just waking up still chilling in my robe, I'm just going through the customer yeah. love channel. It's so cute. Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah, it's nice to know that like what you've created is also like appreciated and resonates with other people and is helping other people. That's like the mm -hmm. biggest gift for sure. So that is so interesting. I like listening to you describe it, it almost sounds like I mean, kind of like you're hypnotizing yourself a little bit. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. You're conditioning. And like the, yeah, yeah. In the best possible way. I mean, we basically have been hypnotizing ourselves with like our negative thoughts and yeah. like talking ourselves into like shit we can't do because we X of X, Y, and Z. But it's like these, you know, these affirmations or these meditations or yeah, whatever you want to call them. It's like overriding that old story, that old loop, that old pattern. Yeah. Which is so, it's so hard. But when it happens, holy cow. Well, my whole theory is that like, it doesn't have to be hard. I feel like this yeah. method makes it effortless. Like it really does. I, I don't like hard. I've never yeah. liked no hard. Does. Things have to be hard. And I, I work very hard on, let's say, the business and so on and so forth. But right. it kind of gets easy once you simply change your self-image. The hard part is yeah. changing your self-image. That's the core of, of my beliefs when it comes to personal development. It's like change your self-image and then everything else falls into place. So, you know, a very easy example is abundance and wealth, right? If you've okay. always seen yourself as someone that doesn't make a lot of money that lives paycheck to paycheck and you tell yourself stories, you know, right. like, oh, I didn't grow up with money. My parents, because I'm a victim to my parents not teaching me about money, um, you know, so on and so forth. Then your reticular activating system in your brain, which is the filtration system in your brain that decides what you focus on and what you see, that yeah. will actually be triggered to look for reasons why you are a victim and why you cannot create more abundance and opportunity in your life. And then right. once you change your self-image, your RAS is triggered differently and you actually start to see opportunity where you didn't before see it. Just like how if you, mm -hmm. you know, are going to buy a red convertible and you're driving on the highway, you're suddenly seeing so many red convertibles when you never noticed yep. them before. Um, if, if our RAS didn't exist, our brains would blow up because there's so many things that you can focus on 
right every day that you're that you can notice and it would just be an overdrive and it wouldn't work so it's actually you know a good thing we have this but we have to learn how to pivot this uh trigger so we can actually filter what we want in our lives and see the possibility and see the opportunity just like how yeah. people when they say oh i'm an unlucky person and they give you all these examples there are right. yes triggered to show wh- why they're unlucky and the same thing with lucky people right the same thing with people that that believe that they're meant for more in the world they're going to see opportunities they're going to be the new self-image and attract that into their life too by simply being that person oh my gosh i love that i always whenever i doubt myself or doubt like I don't know, my capacity, I always go back to that theory and I pick out a certain type of car and color. And I'm like, okay, just let it happen. Like, and then of course, not surprised, what do I see? Yeah. That exact car, that exact color all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, It's wild. Oh my gosh, Mimi, I love this. So where can people... Uh, download the app. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? (laughs) (laughs) If you guys are interested in learning more about Superhuman, you can just go to our website, which is superhuman.app. So not .com, but .app. And um, check it out there. You can also sign up there and then get the app after signing up through the website if you want to see all the, you know, content on the website and learn more about it before. Or you can just go to the app store and type in superhuman. Um, And then for me personally, I have my podcast, Mimi Podcast. And I've had that for like four years, five years. If you want to hear me before really stepping into my personal development journey, go listen to some of the first episodes on there. I'm totally different. Um, and, uh, that's, that's so not cool. It's like, a, it's like a time yeah. capsule, right? I know. Like- I, I hate saying it. Cause I'm like, I don't actually want people to go listen to those first episodes, but I'm just, just saying it's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, the and proof then is also- in the pudding, like clearly it works, you know, it works. <laughs> and then, um, I'm on Instagram too, just at Mimi Bouchard and, uh, yeah, would love to, to connect Amazing. with your audience. Great. Oh yeah. Mimi, I have- last- oh, I'm oh, so God. sorry forgot to mention um superhuman offers a 14 day free trial and a money back guarantee so if you guys want to try it out totally free of cost then just go sign up and take advantage of the 14 free days we upload new content like every day as well there's new content all the time it's super elevated it's the most luxury meditation app you'll ever find amazing mimi i have one more question for you to anyone listening to us right now who's maybe thinking of changing their relationship with alcohol or kind of going through a tough time right now, what are some words of advice you could give? Mm -hmm. Listen to your body. It never lies. Your intuition, the more that you can find that connection with your deeper intuition, the better your life will get. So even if that just means slowing down for one moment, because often when our lives aren't how we want them to, we, we have this urge to fix, 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 run around, mm-hmm. figure things out. But sometimes just like being with yourself for a moment. And even mm. if that means right now, after this podcast ends, closing your eyes and just like touching your heart with your hand and feeling it and thinking, what 
feels right for me right now? What do I actually need to do to feel better? And just Mm -hmm. guiding yourself through that intuition and that gut feeling of what you need to do. Cause for everyone, it's different, right? For some people it's fully going sober for others. It's like maybe taking a couple months off and seeing how that goes. It's, I really think that everyone reacts differently with information. So I don't want to give specific advice, but I think giving yourself the opportunity, the window to be more in tune with your intuition, to really cultivate that relationship with yourself that is the most powerful thing of all. You're going to need to spend time alone. You're going to need to not be distracted to actually connect with yourself and ask yourself what the next move should be. Being distracted 24-7 is something as a society we're all addicted to. And Mm -hmm. I know it's hard for me too. Um, But really try to just not be so reactive and so so distracted and just have Mm -hmm. those moments to, to connect with yourself. Love that. That's beautiful. Mimi, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us and experiences. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Jessica. It was so nice chatting with you. How fantastic is Mimi? And I'm right along with her. I'm not great at meditating. Wish I was. But using superhuman, I love it. It fits seamlessly into my daily life. And I love that you can listen to it during different activities. You don't have to just segregate time during your day to do this. You can just pop them in anytime, anywhere. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at a sober girl's guide and head to a sobergirlsguide.com we got all the tips and tricks you need at any stage of your booze-free journey. We got your back, girl. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com. I am also coming out to LA in March, and I would love to see your faces. Uh, Stay tuned on Instagram. We are going to be doing some meetups, so follow a sober girls guide on Instagram as well for more information about that. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.